0: Hello everyone, I am Wolf Blitzer. Welcome to CNN's coverage of Super Tuesday and Wednesday in the Atlantic 10 Conference. We are awaiting head coach Mark Schmidt of St. Bonaventure to speak to his supporters, but first, we have plenty of projections to make. This is a very key day for the Atlantic 10 Conference. A very exciting Tuesday night in Richmond as the Spiders win the Robin Center primary over Davidson while VCU falls in the Seagull Center primary, a primary they were really expected to win. Duquesne comes away with an 80-77 win in the delegate count for them, a big win for Keith Damra. Moving on now, the biggest delegate prize of the night, Rhode Island. Dayton picks up a massive win there, a very key victory for Obi Toppin. Fordham defeats GW in a game that was basically as pointless as spending $500 million and all you won was American Samoa. St. Louis takes down George Mason in the Eagle Bank Arena primary. UMass goes to Philadelphia and wins in the City of Brotherly Love in that primary against LaSalle. Finally, St. Bonaventure after a huge defeat in Philadelphia against La Salle. They defeat St. Joseph's 89-73, a massive win for Mark Schmidt, trying to get that double by at the A-10 convention. Let's go now to Mark Schmidt, who is getting ready to speak in the Riley Center. Hello, St. Bonaventure! I was hearing some people that was saying after the LaSalle loss that we needed to concede, that we needed to drop out and suspend our campaign. Let me tell you one thing. After tonight's win over St. Joseph's, a complete domination. We are not fucking conceding, baby. We are not fucking dropping out of this race. So help me God. Now listen... All of you other A-10 teams out there, you need to coalesce behind my movement. We are going to take this all the way to Missouri and defeat St. Louis. Then we're going to go on to Brooklyn and win A-10s. Then the NCAA tournament, all the way to Atlanta, where we will lock up the Final Four and be champions of the country. Do you understand who this is? I'm Mark Schmidt. I can take on anybody and we are the number one program that is made to do one thing defeat Dayton and so I ask you in a call to arms Bona Nation Espion Feld, and Friends episode 6 let's go Bona's Welcome to episode 6 of SB Unfurled and Friends. Bona Commenter here with SB Unfurled. We're getting ready for the final push to A-10s. It's about time, right?
1: That is right, man. This season has flown by. I can't believe we just watched the last game in the Riley Center. Uh, it seems like just a week or two ago it was that like Hofstra game. Uh, these seasons are going by faster and faster every year. Uh, luckily, we're coming off... Uh, a win this time. Yeah, we had to get that win. And I mean,
0: LaSalle was just a disaster. And and it was nice to finally get that out of our system.
1: Yeah, it was... uh, I mean, we... I was kind of worried going into Tom Gold Arena. like we just, we just kind of suck there. We
0: always suck there. We always yeah. suck, but always. it's okay. Cause we can, sometimes we turn it around, like in our preview for the St. Joe's game, yeah. our call to arms. It was for a Nation, and it worked. We got a rally and we got to keep up the rally because St. Louis is going to be tough on Saturday.
1: They are going to be tough. Uh, they're just, and that's, that's the word that you use to describe them. Honestly, it's not like, um, a more finesse team at all it's it's really just physical a grind it out physical yeah man uh they got some they got some big tough guys inside they got a, a really good point guard which we which we'll talk about later um man it's it's gonna be tough but again just like last year we're in this position where you win the last game of the year against st louis and you get a double bye. And that happened last year, and we won. That was in our own house. This year, it'll be a lot tougher at Chaffetz. Um, But someone's got to step up. You know, we it was good to see Lofton and, and Winston get into uh, an offensive rhythm today. Each had twenty points, so we get some good shooting nights from a couple guys. Uh, and then you know, Lofton does his thing, and Oshun does his thing. We we uh, definitely have a chance to get a four seed.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't need to go into LaSalle because we all know how much of a debacle that was. And bottom mm-hmm. line is we just basically can't play 10 out of 40 minutes and just beat some teams. So it seems like yeah. on Wednesday night, we were able to play pretty much a 40-minute game and dominate St. Joe's from the tap.
1: Yeah, not only were we able to play a 40-minute game, uh, Lofton also, for some reason, <laughs> playing 39 minutes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it... it eight of 14 from three, you know, Welch finally found a stroke. He was four of six. Uh, he was eight of 12 from the field. Really, really good game game from him. Uh, English was getting, getting a bunch of boards. He had 10 rebounds, 12 points. Uh, I didn't even realize he had a double double till I looked at that. So, I mean, Hey, we're, we're not getting much out of our bench at this point, but if our starters can just keep, you know, playing like they did today get get some good shots to fall from the outside we can beat a team like st louis they're not a good shooting team um but you know we gotta we gotta be able to hit some threes like we did tonight
0: that's why i was not getting too down on everything it was just like i saw the numbers that were saying you know we got about a 30 35 percent chance mm-hmm. at beating slew but what i've been seeing on the court like slew is very good at times but there are times when they're not very good and i yeah. think what the key is is that the matchup down low is something that can be a wash if oshun of course is out of foul trouble right. and they're not a good three-point shooting three-point shooting team right. which is clearly our biggest achilles heel and of course if it comes down to it free throws we have the advantage there because they're Absolutely. literally the worst team in the country at shooting free
1: throws dead last 353rd uh 353 <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean i don't like looking at those percentages like i put them on my graphics and stuff but those are just algorithms that have been compiled when we've, you know, not had Ocean for stretches, not had English for the first six games. I don't know if it's a fully accurate representation of who we are. Um I think it'll be I think it'll be another really good game and, and you gotta get the uh revenge factor maybe a little bit into it too, because you know, these some of these guys were here last year. They it's remember the first time we've played Saint Louis since last March, so um obviously stockard and, and griffin are gone but you know that we still got you know that core of guys who are out there for that they're a big part of that run so maybe a little revenge factor in this one too
2: dear Tuch, i wrote you but you still ain't calling i left my name and my number at the bottom i sent some messages back in autumn you must have never got them
0: yeah we'll get into it a little bit more with one of our uh, friends enemies somebody that's going to be joining us in a few <laughs> yeah. minutes but um, I know we had a couple quick questions we want to get to on Twitter before we uh, get into that big interview with uh, one of our new frenemies, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, asked, I asked Twitter on my ride home from the Riley Center, you know, some, get some questions for the podcast. We wanted to get into some of these. There are some good ones, man. Uh, Atlantic 10 cities and towns ranked by likelihood that a presidential candidate forgets a name while railing in said city and town. <laughs>
0: So we're ranking them based on like the presidential candidates forgetting this particular town.
1: Yeah, just some some cities that like a presidential candidate is uh, campaigning in, and they're they're on the you know they're giving their stump speech, and they're like, "It's so nice to be here in," and then they forget.
0: I think unfortunately we got a really bad example of that in real life because I think both Trump and Biden messed up something about Dayton after the uh, the terrible mass shooting there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I think they both like were like. One one of them said like it was in Michigan and the other one didn't say Dayton at all or something. I forgot. But the, I think both of them actually screwed that up. So Dayton's probably got to be number one on the list, unfortunately.
1: What about they think they're in Pittsburgh and they're actually in Moon, PA?
0: Well, where is Duquesne now? We don't even know where Duquesne is. Like We don't know if Duquesne's for real. We don't even know what, what their city is. We have no idea what Duquesne is. We don't know their seed. We Duquesne is just like it's it's not even really a place. It's just like a concept.
1: Yeah, I I feel like maybe Fordham they they don't know what borough they're in. They've just been you know on the New York City subway system so much that they kind of forget that they're in the Bronx. They might say Brooklyn.
0: Oh, UMass has got to be up there because they're probably gonna think they're somewhere near Boston.
1: Uh, but when you take high speed rails to Amherst, like Amherst is all over the high speed rail system, so that <laughs> might they might be reminded of that.
0: That's true. It's the central of. uh as the UMass fans will tell us, it's the central of high-speed rail. <laughs> Here's one you'll
1: like. What is our path to an at-large? Oh,
0: <laughs> our path to an at-large. Um, well, it's going to start with a win over St. Louis and two wins at the A-10 tournament. It's going to end with a huge bag of money to the NCAA. Like a huge, like I'm talking multi-millions. Yeah,
1: like uh, what Tulsa did.
0: Yeah, it's going to take more money than Tulsa. I think Tulsa just had way more money. money, Yeah, 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 because we're way down on there.
1: (laughs) I think the path is waiting eight months and starting over in November when you're talking about it at large. That's the path. That's the path. Follow-up question: If Texas does not do well in the tournament and they fire Shaka Smart, you know what's coming next? Is Schmidt a target?
0: Schmidt to Texas?
1: Yeah, these are both. These have got to be jokes.
0: Well, Schmidt's going to the Cavs, isn't he?
1: That's true. I didn't think of that. Maybe that's why Rostin's shirts are maroon and gold. I thought it might be Boston College, maybe Florida State, but it actually could be the Cavs. They have those colors too.
0: You know what's going to happen is uh, the Patriots are going to trade Belichick because they're going to choose Brady Schmidt to the Patriots. How about that? Hmm. I could see that. Hey, you know what? You know the Democratic field is actually winnowing down. Um, it's not too late for
1: Schmidt to get involved in that either. He would fit right in, and then I'd endorse that demographic. <laughs> have you ever traded classic eighties WWF trading cards for beer at the hickey? This sounds like something uh, one of my friends would absolutely do. Junkyard. I have never done this, but I think Lou would probably take a like a junkyard dog trading card and give us a you know like a cheap beer.
0: Yeah, they made a uh, Captain Beer wrestling uh, trading oh, card. Yeah, I could yeah? do that. That'd be nice. I'm thinking I think of making do that.
1: trading cards like you see the. Some of the old, like, 80s Bonnies they had trading cards for. I was kind of thinking about doing that for our new team. We could maybe put, like, Lou and Captain Beer on some of those. Oh, yeah. That'd work. One more I got. How many A10 coaches could beat Schmidt in an arm wrestling match?
0: I think McCall and Dambrot would be easy W's for him. Mm-hmm. Anthony Grant, I think he could take. Um, I-, I don't think Schmidt would get Neubauer or Paulson. I feel like they've got a little size on them.
1: They got a little upper body strength. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well,
0: I feel like, oh, McKillop, I no, I think McKillop might get Schmidt. I mean, you got to watch out for that old man strength.
1: I think David Cox could win this whole thing. I'm watching him right now, and he could win some arm wrestling matches.
0: I think he's also flexing because he's so angry because they're down, like, what, 24 right now?
1: Yeah, and Toppin just had a ridiculous windmill, and then <laughs> Langevin got stuffed by the rim immediately on the other side. Not going well for Rhodey. By the way, Rhodey
0: still has a chance at not getting a double yep. buy Yeah, St. Louis has to win. They have to lose to UMass,
1: Duquesne. and then uh, I think Duquesne has to beat Richmond. That is exactly right. I'm looking at it right now. There are eight combinations left. I made this chart 264 different combinations on Sunday for the double buy. We are down to just eight bonaventure is getting the four seed in four of them the four wins uh, out of the eight and other than that man it's it's just like a it's a three-team race
3: basically
0: yeah and all it matters is that we beat st louis and speaking of st louis let's get to uh, an interview with a dirty 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 Bilkins fan
3: life sure sucks being rick Majerus. my team sucks i'm fat as fuck and i have to make a trip to olean that's like traveling to the corner of the goddamned earth
0: all right, so it's SB Unfurled and friends, but it seems like we have an enemy in the midst right now. It's Zach Miller from the House That Rick Built podcast. It's a St. Louis Billikins podcast. Uh, I guess. Thanks for joining us, man.
2: Fuck Tyler Relfs.
1: <laughs> right off the rip, man. You're coming at us. Damn. We got an opposing fan that knows some uh, old 2010 Bonnies, man. I hate. I,
2: I hate that douchebag. <laughs> Tyler, if you listen to the podcast, meet me in Brooklyn. I'll kick your ass.
1: We can get Tyler, Tyler on here. I can DM him. Maybe you guys can have like a rap battle or something.
2: I got, uh, I got thrown out of the student section on senior night because of that asshole. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it was a senior night. His his last game, I think, as a as a Bonnie, uh, and I was at Scott Trade, and uh, they were a little less forgiving at Scott Trade than they were at uh, that they are now at Shafitz for. Uh, Certain colorful language.
1: You still managed to get kicked out, huh? No,
2: they they, they were they were less forgiving. Sorry, it, it's got trade. Oh, and, uh, yeah. yeah. That's then, what the Blues uh, play, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Enterprise Center now, yeah.
1: Well, who who won that game? We uh, you guys bad, did. We you guys did.
2: T- like I said, Tyler Rouse is a douchebag, and he went off. He had the game of his freaking life.
1: <laughs> Mr. Basketball, New York.
2: <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> Mr. Douchebag the whole country.
1: Oh God.
0: So this is our third game in a row between the Billikens and Bonnies, where a lot of shit's on the line here. I mean, in the regular season finale last year, it was for the double bye, of course the championship game last year, and of course now the double bye pretty much is on the line. So so Zach, what do you what do you think of all these intense games between uh, our two sides?
2: Uh it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um You know, it it feels good to beat uh, the shit brown bonnies. And, uh, (laughs) you know, it always always feels good to beat Mark Schmidt because he winds his ass off the whole game. He waves his arms like a lunatic.
0: (laughs) From a Travis Ford guy. A Travis Ford guy is saying that right now. Really?
2: Travis only pretends to run after his players. That's all he really does.
1: Travis is very animated.
2: Have you ever seen him kind of, uh, he almost like, he cocks back on a, on, like, like he's just going to, like, go at a player, and then he just stops. Like, he remembers where he's at. It's pretty funny if you watch it. Like, like if Damaris Jacobs screws up in the Bonnies game, watch Travis Ford. He'll, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but he, like, cocks his arms back and then just remembers where he's at.
1: Schmidt just kind of, like, when he gets pissed, especially at, like, a freshman who makes a boneheaded play, he'll just kind of scoff and, like, throw his arms, but then he'll walk away, which is kind of, like, even more defeating. <laughs> arms
0: behind the head and just immediately looks at the bench and is like Bobby or or yeah. or Jaron, whoever he's pointing
1: to to come in. It's funny. He'll he'll stare the bench down like who can I put in and then he won't put anyone in. <laughs> yeah, sometimes do the full pace of the bench, full <laughs> pace. Ends up being more demoralizing <laughs> to the guys on the bench.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if you I don't know if you caught any of I guess you guys were at the uh at the Riley Center tonight, but uh uh, yeah. uh Travis Ford put in uh, a walk on a guy who's played maybe thirty minutes this year, uh, if that, and uh, you know Tay Weaver, uh, who plays probably five to ten minutes a game, all at the same time to end the half, and we are only down one at that. So Travis Ford is not afraid to 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 even pull Goodwin and Yuri Collins for uh, guys yeah. if uh, if they're not living up to his standards.
0: Yeah, it's the opposite. Of shit, yeah, man. I mean, he played opposite. everybody like 38, 39 minutes mm-hmm. against uh, St. Joe's. Even though we were up like twenty for most of the second half, it's ridiculous. It's on- it's honestly a running joke where we're like, okay, how yeah. Lofton's got to go run six miles or clean up all the uh, bleachers in the Riley Center after the game after <laughs> playing forty. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, we were up sixteen with under a minute left, and Lofton drove the lane and came down, and he was kind of limping a little bit, and everyone's just like, why is he in the game right now?
0: I was hoping it was just like a. Charlie horse and not like twisting a knee or something.
1: I just Jeez. looked up this game. Would it be Saturday, March first, two thousand eight, at St. Louis? The Bonnies won seventy to fifty. That's about Trade right. Center. I can't find a box score. I'll, I'll, I'll keep working on that so we can. I, I
2: think that's that. That sounds right uh, because I believe oh9 I was actually a student at that point. I was. I was a community college student. I was in the student section. So. Hmm i do, do some more
1: digging. I'm gonna do some more digging. Try to find a box score.
2: Yeah, I think he had like twenty something.
3: First, you go on a propeller plane to Buffalo, take a bus to Springville, hop on snowmobiles to Ellicottville, and then hook up with sled dogs. Then you're finally on your way to the middle of fucking nowhere.
1: Hey, this guy just tweeted at me. He has uh, zero followers, and he's following only one person, and that is the Bonne Block. He said. Remember the opponent tonight was St. Joe's and not a real contender or NCAA team to shoot your load about. Keep that in mind. Come Saturday when SBU plays a real team in St. Louis and then talk <laughs> about how good they are. What is That, that Travis Ford's burner account. I,
0: I, like thought, dude, Kevin Durant?
2: I <laughs> thought it might've been Ryan Daly's. Uh, oh God. I know. I don't dude. We have, we have a weird, like what's this account's name?
1: Uh, Joe, Previte? Oh, this counts temporarily restricted. I retweeted him, so people might have like reported him because he was. Was it you? Did yes,
2: you that was me. Actually, to trigger me while on air. Yes, it's it's all part of my grand <laughs> so you plan. Burners. All part of my grand plan to bring down your uh your your podcast. <laughs> No, it's funny. Actually, we had a discussion on our podcast because we – so what we do on our podcast is we have – uh one of our big biggest features is we do long-form interviews with former players. So we'll go for anywhere from like an hour to three hours. I want to do that. Oh, my God. And just
0: People get mad at us for going like 50 minutes in the episode with yeah. a Woj and well, three hours, they'd kill no,
2: us. No, so we get into not only the on-the-court stuff, but we really dive into like – the personalities and the yeah. and the stories behind yeah, the scene. Yeah, that's
1: what I want to do. I want to get uh, Courtney Stockard on here and talk to him. Yeah,
2: you should talk He's to a him about Saint that Louis. A-10 final. St. Louis guy. He is. I yeah, Travis Port I
1: mean, tried to uh, poach him for a grad school year. No, the
2: only poaching coach out there is Konzo Martin over at Mizzou. Don't, don't uh, bullshit me.
0: We can't really get into that regional stuff. I mean, I don't think – have we even ever played Mizzou? I can't even think of it off the top of my you head.
2: Don't. They're they're worthless trash.
1: <laughs> so, uh like I've I think I've just subconsciously avoided St. Louis games this year because every time they're on, the, it's a there's trigger. Either, there's Snow, either a replay. Snowflake yeah. is triggered. There's a replay yeah, of like Brooklyn, or they do they just talk about it. I I watched your whole game against Rhodey. um I watched the whole game against Dayton, which probably was a very bad experience for you. The Crusher that, Buzzer Beater. Uh, oh, I love that one. That and was a fun game. I, was that was one a great other, game. There was one it was the best A ten game of the year.
2: By it me. was. Uh, and I,
1: Especially the ending. But uh I'm impressed with this this Yuri <laughs> Collins.
2: Oh, he's awesome.
1: He uh kinda of, like I don't know as how he is as a three point shooter, but he kinda reminds me of like Jalen Adams as a freshman with his court vision, just his body, his body type, his build. Um he's impressive. He's he's a guy that I think we're going to see a lot of like the next three, the next three years, we're going to get a lot of Yuri Collins talk.
2: He, he's unbelievable. Uh, Billiken fans have kind of adopted Yuri mania. Um, and I mean, dude, the, if you watch some of his passes, I can't, I'm trying to remember the game. He made two baseball passes to across the court to Javante Perkins and both uh, were, uh, were finished for three. And, uh, the, the kid has unbelievable court vision. Uh, yeah. You'll you'll see him make some freshman mistakes. Uh, obviously, you know he'll 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 foul a little more than he should. Uh, he somebody said he fouls like a a, a freshman big man. <laughs> uh, just kind of yeah. dumb fouls, but I mean we we kind of have dumb fouls anyway in our uh, in our whole team. But yeah. no, Yuri Collins <laughs> is fantastic. I love the kid to death. Uh, he's probably the steal of the of the class as far as, like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what level he's a steal on, but he's he's a massive coup yeah. for Travis Ford.
0: Since we said he was like Jalen Adams, can he match the 44 he put up on uh, you guys a few years ago? <laughs>
2: no, shit. He won't, he won't score. I'm looking at his stats.
1: <laughs> he's only taken 27 threes this year, so he doesn't really yeah, have no, but, his game. But I was just talking about his look, his passing sure. ability, and, you know, just, I, so, I mean
2: so he will look to score uh, in two different ways. If he has a three, if they give it to him or if, you know, the shot clock's running down, he's comfortable doing it. Uh, And then in transition, uh, he, if, if the defense is napping or kind of playing off him, uh, he will go ahead and get to the, to the hoop. Uh, He did it tonight and he got blocked against the backboard. So, I mean, and, and I was okay with that. I think I tweeted out okay with that. Like, you like to see him at least keep the defense honest and make them believe that he has a move to the to the rim, even if he necessarily isn't going to get there.
1: Yeah, the I mean, you guys got some good some good players that we'll be seeing on Saturday. And I didn't realize I thought some of these guys were seniors. <laughs> goodwin, Goodwin, French are still juniors. Yep, these guys. Wow. Okay. And then Perkins has been playing really good. Um, Perkins
2: has been a, a revelation for this team. He is yeah. uh, it's funny, this team is trending the same exact way that uh last year's team trended. Uh you know, Perkins has really stepped up in in kind of a, a more fluid Javon Bess role, whereas mm-hmm. Javon Bess was much more of a bulldog, um, and he'd like kind of pull up from long distance from three. Uh Javante, I don't know if you remember Tommy Liddell that played for Slough.
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah,
2: if you go back and look at Tommy Liddell and look at Javante Perkins, they're almost identical. Yeah. And I, it, it, as far as the way they move, the way they shoot, uh, kind of their fluidity on the court, doesn't really look like they're trying too hard. Uh, but that's because they kind of grew up uh, in the same area, a little bit apart. So I think I, I, I could put money on it that Javante watched uh, Tommy as a, as a player at SLU and at high school.
1: Yeah, you guys got some good players. Uh, grind out wins. You're you're a tough team. They've, I mean, they you guys beat Rhodey. I watched that game, but then VCU, St. Joe's, Mason. You guys have won four straight. So yeah, this will be a tough game for us. I think I the line will probably be like what four and a half, maybe five or something like that. But.
0: What do you guys, what do you think will be the key to that because I mean like you said Rhodey and VCU were kind of two different games. I feel like um you all slowed it down against Rhodey, but like sped up VCU a lot more than I was expecting. So mm-hmm. what do you think will what do you think the strategy will be against us? Oh
2: man, you know I don't know. I think I think uh you kind of take it game by game. I I really haven't gotten to see Bonaventure. You know, I have to kind of like call the cable company, get it on pay-per-view and it's it's hard to catch we're those games. Like one games. of the best
0: national TV draws in terms of ratings for like NBC and CBS. Sports. Yeah, we
1: were on, number one in 2016. That's because there's oh, nothing holy. better
2: to do up there.
0: National, national man.
3: There's no good pizza joints up there, and those hicks rush the floor after every win. Hopefully, I will be able to waddle my fat ass off the court before they rush it, because there's no way in hell we were winning.
2: I get kind of annoyed when I look at all these Twitter accounts that are complaining about injuries across the league. Uh and like nobody ever mentions that slew lost uh their best three-point shooter and their yeah. best defender. Yeah, Jimerson, yeah. Yeah, and uh Fred Thatch.
1: Yeah, he's good too. Are oh, this uh okay. Jimerson going to be able to get a medical retro? Uh,
2: yeah, I can't imagine he wouldn't. Like yeah, that'd be remember Exactly
1: when he got hurt it seemed like it was pretty Early in the season, I can't remember exactly, but
2: yeah, no, I, he he's unbelievable. I mean, to be like to to find that kid at a prep school and just be like mm-hmm. that kid's slash line is off the charts. We'll sign him without even thinking about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, he played into mid December. So and then Thatch played. Like he did, he, name, so. Yeah, he
2: has a mysterious uh, illness. Something Stomach with his blurred. blood. No, something with his blood. Hmm. Uh, it's causing his uh, his Uh-oh. legs to not recover.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Hopefully, really? hopefully he gets better. Yes, um, yes, yes. We, we've we been bit by the injury bug pretty much every season, it seems like.
0: <laughs> uh, how, do uh, say,
2: how do you say Osun? Is it Osun, Osunahe? Osun. Osun. It O'Sunia. looks like
0: Osan, but it's it's there's a pretend there's an H in between sure. S and U. And then, the, and then the
2: last name is Osunahi? Same way. Oh, O'Sunahi. O'Sunahi. okay. O'Sunahi. Okay, okay. No, he's yeah, he's yeah. he's is he gonna play? I don't,
0: yeah, yeah he's been fine okay. for the past month or so. I mean, he had a concussion against UMass in the middle of January, even though he finished the rest of the game. That was weird. So he missed against VCU, Dayton, and Rhode Island, which you know, perfect timing for us to try to beat one of those three yeah but, um, we're, we're but he's been fine ever since we're fully yeah, on healthy yeah, but, yeah no it was
2: really kind of a bummer to see him go down and uh kind of hurt the conference you know yeah. it's it's kind of funny how we all joined team a10 for like like two months and then we're and then after that we're like fuck you
0: yeah oh yeah oh you know what will happen when uh dayton inevitably is in the sweet 16 and they're the only one left
2: i ain't rooting for him <laughs> oh no <laughs> no fuck the arch baron cup is forever
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah,
0: that's, that's a bigger rivalry. That Isla makes sense. sense. You guys
2: that is,
1: for, like, I could crazy. never root for, like, UB. or uh, Duquesne? Well, UB's Duquesne, probably I not think A-10. I don't know. Duquesne, I,
0: Duquesne's really really Duquesne, getting under my skin lately. They really are. I can't really stand are. Duquesne. And not even just because they beat us in overtime. Like I could tell, like the players really hate each they're other. They're just
1: really unlikable. Yeah, I mean, just from like the top down, I just can't stand Duquesne. Just, no, like, I, I, you I, would I, think that they I, they act like they're like Dayton or something. I'm
2: wearing the uh, the Keith Damrot style pullover right now. Actually, the Billiken version. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey,
0: I do drink the uh, pure leaf uh, I, the iced tea that he has. That is good shit. What? You don't see him on the sidelines. Next time you watch a Duquesne game, like Friday, like oh, he I know always what you're has A bottle about. of iced tea—that's good stuff. Like it's the unsweetened stuff. I like, don't. Just good. I don't.
2: Uh, I'm not a tea guy. I'm strictly water.
0: No, yeah, I, I like try you. to. I try to, to cut the
2: pounds lately. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it's
0: it's, it's unsweetened though, at least. Well, us
2: here are
1: in a major fight for fourth place. Well, so pretty even.
2: so I was really hoping that we'd be able to tell soon soon that like. Uh, it's going to be the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl because I really wanted to make like a huge fucking <laughs> deal about it.
0: Yeah. Well, Which, we'll know Saturday because Duquesne plays on Friday, uh, so we'll know if it's an absolute like win and end or if there's some weird bullshit where like if if you guys win, then Duquesne would still get the four. Like,
1: yeah, we're I know for us, winner in no matter what. We're recording this uh, Wednesday night, and Dayton is currently up sixteen on roadie. so we can pretty much know. It's down to like eight scenarios that I will,
0: yeah. I will look we, at. We had the Sweet 16. Yeah. I tweeted out the Sweet 16. Now I got the Elite 8.
2: You're uh, uh, Unfurled. You're, uh, you're like, what are they called? Um, the things you put out? Uh, the graphics? Graphics.
1: graphics. Yeah, 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 the
2: infographics. They hurt my small brain. You got to make them simpler, man. I, I'm too stupid for that shit.
1: I would like to. I try to make them simple because no Dude, one wants it's to look at choose your own at, adventure. <laughs> no one, yeah. It's a choose your own adventure thing. You just say, oh, they're going to win this one? No one okay, wants to look at like... Too it's amazing. It's a, maze, a bunch basically. of numbers so i try to make them a little more No, they're, they're, they're
2: people, very but... cool looking and i'm excited for the one you're what the the pre-game graphic you make for uh for the Billiken game yeah i didn't do for of...
1: st joe's i was busy doing like uh eight ten tournament stuff and we already played them so it's it not even really...
2: worth
0: it well there's only yeah. one scenario where if you guys beat us and if you guys beat us and Still don't get the four seed. It would have to be Duquesne beating R- Richmond on Friday.
2: That'll that's good, oh, dude, I'm excited to watch that game. Actually, that's gonna be a fun game.
1: Yeah, there's two good games Friday, and then, well, I don't know. VCU kind of sucks, but oh, but
0: and to clarify, also Rhode Island has to beat UMass because if Duquesne beats oh, this is the this is like the doomsday scenario if URI because URI is probably gonna lose this game right now. Then Duquesne would beat Richmond and UMass would beat Rhode Island, and then. It would be Dayton one, Richmond two, Duquesne three, St. Louis four, and I'm guessing Rhodey gets knocked down to the five.
1: Yeah, there's eight scenarios left. Four of them are Bonaventure, which would be our the four would be
0: three are slow, you. but one but one of them is actually slew would get the three. Season. Two are oh yeah yeah you're right. Is that
2: if Rhode Island loses both games?
0: Yeah, if yeah, Rhode Island loses out, but then Richmond beats Duquesne. But if Rhode Island loses out and Richmond loses to Duquesne. Then you guys get the four and Duquesne gets the three. Did you, it's all it's all Did you guys
2: out. ever see Men in yeah. Black Three?
1: I think
0: I
2: stopped
1: no. after the second. No.
2: One. There's a whole there's a whole plot where the guy sees all the few the possible futures. Yeah. And this is what that reminds me of. I'm a huge movie nerd besides uh, me and uh, West Pine Bills on Twitter both huge movie nerds, so <laughs>
1: whoa actually i just got breaking news uh the sample size is now large enough guys it must have been because the seven o'clock games ended the sample size is large enough to announce the a10's biggest douchebag and it's a tie oh wow we have a tie wait is it
2: gonna be me i hope it's not me
1: no no tavian dun martin and michael hughes share the honors there we go. Nice. Uh, congrats to Callan Grady, Josh Cologne, Chase Johnson, Bailey Steele, and Sincere Carey were the other fighters. <laughs> so, breaking news. You heard it here first. T.D. Congratulations. Michael Hughes. I can't <laughs> wait to knock them out of the tournament in Brooklyn.
2: Uh, I hate D.K., man.
0: Well, Zach Miller, thanks so much for joining us. It was a really, really fun experience to hear the other side of this uh, this budding rivalry. Not going to wish you the best of luck though on Saturday.
2: No, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from you guys. Uh, you guys are dirty Bonaventure assholes, and uh, I, I know I had a, I had a great time. Uh, uh, check me out on uh, or check my podcast out, me and Colin's uh, podcast at at House Rick Built. Or you can just search the house that Rick built. Um, I'm, uh, you can follow Colin at Colin underscore Kessler, uh, two L's in Colin, two S's in Kessler with a K. Uh, and then my Twitter handle is Big Game Goat oh five. Uh, I'll let you use your imagination. There's no re- there's there's a long story behind it, but I won't get into it. But no, I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, we'll get you on uh, the house that Rick built. You know, hopefully we have a yawn. All right.
3: Well,
0: hopefully uh, this is one Bills team that doesn't win. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks.
3: Well, time to go eat again. See you at the RC.
0: I never thought I'd befriend a St. Louis fan because even though I want to think that we're over the uh, championship loss last year, uh, it still stings.
1: It will always sting, man. That one will always sting. There's been some, some painful moments in the last few years. Uh, getting snubbed is probably number one because it's just so out of our control. But yeah, I mean, Zach seems like a pretty cool guy. Look at his profile picture, and it's him holding up like the A10 trophy in a St. Louis shirt, and I just want to cry. But um, uh, uh, it's been—it's it's almost been a full year. We can get revenge this Saturday. Yeah,
0: that's where it all begins, and then maybe we might even play him in yeah. the
1: tournament. That's what I'm thinking, and I, I hope revenge is on the mind of our guys. But yeah, no, I I liked having him on. Uh, we might go on his podcast uh he he has one too so we'll definitely be letting you know if we're on there i'm always down especially now i'm like starting to get kind of sad because the season's winding down so fast
0: yeah he actually gave us a ton of content though we talked for him for like an hour so yeah we'll be be sure to uh, put out some more stuff of what we talked to him about in the summer because it's gonna get really boring between now and uh at least tbt time i
1: know i'm ready to talk a10 hoops whenever man especially in march like we were on uh blackburn with sully we did uh by george that little that little podcast we uh we we've uh we've talked to quite a few eight ten people and we haven't been doing this very long so we have
0: four of the ten for the 14 schools so uh yeah <laughs> and i don't think there's a there's no fordham or lasalle pod so that's almost not half yet. the conference already
1: <laughs> not yet This is your SB Unfurled and Friends final, final forecast. Final forecast of the season. Oh, the regular season. Presented by Bullion and Pudgy's Pizza. We have all the weather reports for your seven season finales this weekend. Let's kick things off with Friday's 7 o'clock game. It's Duquesne hosting Richmond. That'll be on ESPN+. Two teams ending pretty strong. It'll be high 30s with a mix of rain and snow, 14 mile per hour winds in the Steel City. Kind of crappy weather there.
0: But our forecast for that game, we want we want Richmond to win.
1: Right after that ESPN 2, 9 o'clock, we have VCU still red hot, traveling to Davidson in a game that looked much more juicy before the season for sure it'll be low 40s and clear and then the final day of the a 10 regular season man saturday time flies we have two games at two o'clock and get this it looks like it'll be all four pillow fighters in action early on saturday uh, in the Bronx, Fordham host George Mason It'll be pretty nice out, low 40s and sunny That'll be on ESPN Plus And the battle of our Philly teams on ESPN Plus LaSalle on Hawk Hill to take on St. Joe's It'll be 45 and sunny there After those 2 o'clock pillow fight games We have a 3 hour break before we get GW Visiting number 3 day in And
0: they got game day coming there
1: yeah, they do have game day. 7 o'clock on ESPN Plus. It'll be high 30s and clear. Meanwhile, Rhode Island visits Amherst. I uh, just saw Rhode Island lose to Dayton. Uh, They'll be in Amherst on Saturday to take on UMass. Little rivalry action. None of that game last time got a little chippy in uh, in Kingston. But it'll be mid-30s and clear there as well. That's on ESPN Plus. And then the last game of the regular season the finale. The rematch. 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time in St. Louis. The Billikens host your St. Bonaventure Bonnies. It's going to be really nice St. Louis Saturday, man. If any Bonnies are thinking of going down there mid-50s and sunny. Creep down into the 40s and be a clear night by tip-off. The season will end around 10 p.m. Hopefully your Bonnies will, like last year celebrating clinching a double bye in their season finale. Uh, that was your ESPN Frilled and Frilden Friends final forecast presented by Bolean and Pudgy's Pizza. It'll
0: be so much easier next week when we're only talking about the Brooklyn forecast. I
1: don't know. I'm still going to do one for each game
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every hour? Like, oh, at noon and at 2.30. Yeah. yeah.
1: The weather changes, man. The weather changes. May we might
0: get a nor'easter in the middle of the day or something.
1: Yeah. Now I kind of want to see what the weather is already.
0: I'm already so excited for Brooklyn, man. I I, I don't care if we get four or five Me or six. Too. I'm still excited for it.
1: Best weekend of the year.
0: Yeah, it's the best weekend of the year. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, we're seeing some showers in 50s already. So,
1: um, 50s, I'll take
0: it. It's still like 10 days out, so that can change.
1: It's like when you, you just get so drunk in Brooklyn that you don't even know what the weather's like. Who cares?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for joining us for the final SB Unfurled and Friends podcast of the regular season. We're going to be getting some uh, pretty cool stuff going here for you on uh, A10 Week to get you on your travels, your drives, flights, trains, however the hell you're getting to
1: Brooklyn. You better be
0: getting to Brooklyn, though.
1: High-speed rails.
0: High-speed rails, of course. <laughs> You'll have plenty of stuff to listen to on your way to Brooklyn. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at SB Unfurled, at Bonacommenter. SBUnfurled.com is going to have all the different platforms. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Thanks so much again for joining us. Remember the call to arms. Go Bonas. we got to beat the Villikins, get that double buy, and take down whoever we face in the A-10s. Thanks for listening.